This is the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, episode 155. Hey, thanks so much for listening, and I know you're going to enjoy this episode. So here's the thing. If you want some help setting up your marketing, specifically installing the tools and a system that continually brings in extra listings and sales, we're now accepting private clients. And if we make the decision to work together, you'll be getting proven ideas, an abundance of resources, and some bankable accountability. If you head over to topagentsplaybook.com forward slash private, you'll find a short letter where I share more about the kind of agents we're looking to work with in our private client group. So if you think we might be a fit, I've included a short form so I can learn a bit more about your business and we can set up a time to talk personally. Once again, that's topagentsplaybook.com forward slash private. Thanks so much and enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, the very best tips, tools, and ideas from real estate's top performers. Now, here's your host, Ray Wood. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Back when I was kicking off this podcast, I'd been listening to Super Agents Live, which is the number one rated podcast for agents hosted by Toby Selgado. Then I had a thought. What if I connected with Toby and we interviewed each other for our shows? It would be a win-win and we could share each episode with our respective audiences and help spread the word. I emailed Toby and he said, I'm in. That was back in January of 2016. It was my 33rd episode. Super Agents Live is closing in on 300 episodes and Toby works hard to deliver excellent content each week. Can I suggest you subscribe to his show on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you download your podcasts by searching Super Agents Live or simply go to superagentslive.com. Toby is also a huge fan of radio advertising and works with hundreds of agents, helping them win more listings and make more sales in their local area. It doesn't matter where you are. Toby knows the game like nobody else and can probably get you a very sweet deal on airtime. He also knows what type of stations work for real estate marketing and what don't. He's happy to chat and give you more info. So if you ever wanted to break into radio advertising and stand out from the crowd, this is an excellent opportunity from a proven global authority. For more info, check out myradioexpert.com and all of these details are in the show notes. This episode is pretty much me and Toby talking real estate marketing and what's working right now. He shares some valuable insights. All that and more coming right up. The Top Agents Playbook Podcast is proudly brought to you by Jiggler. Jiggler is the creative, do-it-yourself online marketing platform top agents are flocking to. Build everything in minutes right on your desktop. From marketing flyers, reports, lead generators, and social media posts, Jiggler has hundreds of templates waiting for you to customize, download, and print or post. Get started today and try Jiggler free at Jiggler.com. That's J-I-G-G-L-A-R.com. Well, Toby Salgado, welcome back to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast. How are you, my friend? Ray, I'm great, man. Thanks for thanks for having me. I know you're. I know we're in way way different time schedules right now. So that's that's good. Thank you. We are a little bit, and you're in. Uh, am I right in saying you're in San Diego? Or you're, you used to be. Are you still there? Yeah, yeah. I've been here. I've been here since 1989. I mean, I've left for a couple oh, of years. Oh wow! But yeah, I've been okay. San Diego's okay. my place. Buddy, I just wanted to catch up, and uh, I mean, I'm a big fan of your show, um, and um, I wanted to have this reciprocal thing where where we could help promote each other a little bit, share share a little bit of what we know, um, and give our give our audience some some uh, some valuable information. I guess it's always you know it's always fun to share, and you're such uh, uh, you're so well connected with everything that's going on in your world. Tell me. Um, what are you, you know, as, as this year gets underway, we're seeing lots of changes on the real estate scene. What are, yeah. what are your major takeaways so far for 2019? What are you noticing? Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, um, that's a good question. And, uh, and, uh, and for me, Ray, for me, you know, I'm not, um, I wasn't prepared for, for, that's a big one, right? Um, so here's here's one just big takeaway for me, and I, and I, and 
I'm not sure how to solve this, but this is kind of a, this is kind of an old issue. And, and here's the issue. And I'll tell you my it's this is this this is my story, right? So uh, my podcast for and this what I'm going to talk about is platforms, right? When okay. typically people get into some sort of deal, uh, marketing deal or whatever, with an outside third party company. Um, um, I'll explain it. Okay, I'll tell you my story. So I've had my podcast on for four or five years. We, you know, we were always the number one show on iTunes, always for real estate. Yep. Um, yep. And uh, and we launched in 2014. Now we followed all the rules that existed in 2014. Now uh, platforms um, like iTunes. Um, they or Facebook, right? Or Google, right? These guys make changes. They don't alert us, right? The, the, the end user and, um, and some, and, and that can have catastrophic consequences. Yeah. Now, now in yeah. my case, here's, right, yeah. Yeah, here's my case, right? So we had all this content from 2014. We were Google, we were indexed by Google everywhere. We had phenomenal, you know, organic search results. We, we, we did not, uh, in 2019, Apple or iTunes decided to change some of the things that, that they didn't want episode titles. They didn't want, um, your author name in two different places. They didn't want your author name, for example, to say the same thing. So, yeah. so. Yeah. The rules that were following 2014 didn't, they changed in 2019. And what happened for us, Ray, was they just pulled our show without telling us, right? They just pulled what? our show. Yeah, man. Dude, we're starting all over again. But I mean, we have a, a, we have a built in audience, but all our reviews, right? We had like six or 700 five star reviews gone, right? Because Apple just pulled our show. Now we fixed it and it was literally, it was a two minute fix. It was a two minute fix. But, but they, we, we lost everything. Now, here's the takeaway. Here's how that applies to, I think, real estate agents. There's lots of, most real estate agents are not very good marketers, right? They don't know, they're not very technical, typically. You know, so, so when an agent gets out there, there's lots of companies here in the U.S., and I don't want to say any names, but, but they will build you a website, right? And, yep. you know, I'll just say one name, which these guys do a great job, but a place like Boomtown, right? For example, you go to, yep. you, go, you go to Boomtown, you give them some money, they build your website and they say, Hey, look, we are going to, uh, we're going to do all this other, all this stuff for you. And we're going to buy Google ads. And you, you know, people think like, okay, I go to these, these places and it's a one stop shop, right? One stop yep. to go, okay, I'm going to get my website. I'm going to get some Facebook advertising, right? I'm going to get my website and leads at the same time. That's what they think. Here, Here's the deal. That's all okay. However, once you stop paying these guys, all the goodwill that you've built up with Google and other search platforms go away. Once you stop paying these these guys, and you, and literally, I don't, you know, you you might be doing a hundred deals and you stop paying a place like Boomtown, and. Um, uh, they switch you off. They switch you off. Yeah. <laughs> right. Know. You know what I? You know what I call it, Toby. What I is call it? it the lead. The lead heroin. The lead. Yeah, the lead heroin. Right? right. Because let's get them on the. Let's get them on the gear. Let's get their money, and they'll stop prospecting in the traditional ways, right? And so, so they'll yeah. only be getting leads from us. That's it's right. Formula. Right, uh, it, it, hey, you're exactly Zillow's, right. Zillow's doing the same thing. Yes, yes, Hello. It, right. Facebook's there's all doing the same thing. One hundred percent. There's all these big platforms, and people go to them because there's there's no friction, right? The, oh, I just pay them this much, and I get leads. Not just not understanding, you know what what the what the downside is. You know, a year, two years, four years, five years later, you know when they've gone out and they listen to us, Ray. Right? People go out, they listen to us, and they go, "Yeah, hey, we're going to start sh- shooting some video, right? Hyper local content, right? They start doing mm-hmm. all this stuff, and then man, it goes away." So. So I think that that's something that I just dealt with, and that's definitely a you know a, something I've been saying for a few years is be careful of how intertwined you get with these big platforms because they can change their minds, change their rules, change their algorithm, and uh, and you will find yourself very quickly you know starting all over again. 
I 100% agree, Toby. And you know what? You, you can't get a little bit pregnant with that sort of stuff. You're either you're either doing it and putting your resources into right. it or you're not. So, yeah. which is, and speaking of platforms, which is why I'm a big fan of agents controlling their own leads yes. and, and owning the whole system, whatever system it is they use. They're prospecting. I mean, as you know, I'm a partner at Jiggler.com and... Um, I think we just hit a, about uh, ten thousand accounts. We've got wow. we've got agents in in like fifty countries, but these guys jump in. We've got advanced lead generating ideas and stuff like that. They can jump in. They can do it. They can distribute it. They can mail it. They can email it. They can post it. But at least they're controlling it and yeah. they own it. So I'm a big fan of that. I'm I'm a big fan of controlling what you do. I don't want to be. I don't want to be beholden to some third party who, yeah. who on a on a on a whim, and you and you gave the Apple example. Um, you know, Tim Cook just decides, hey, I'm going to switch off podcasts, and and Toby Salgado can kiss his 500, you know, five star reviews goodbye. I mean, that's just. <laughs> I, I don't want to. Re- I'm not a control freak, but we're talking about our livelihoods here. Yeah, it's crazy, and agents are in the same boat, eh? That's what's going on. I agree, man. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And, and, you know, I think, I think for, for somebody like me or you, right, you know, when it comes to podcasting, there's only so many platforms that, that, you know, we can be on, right? And it's, and, and, you know, it, well, that's not true, right? We, you and I are probably on a bunch of platforms distributing our content. Um, mm-hmm. and it's hard to keep everybody happy, right? So, I, so again, this, this, I think this comes down to friction, right? Everybody wants to push the easy button. And the easy button is to say is to go out and hire one of these companies, say, build me a website, do some legion, let me close my eyes, uh, and pray and let me hope for the leads that come in the, in my email box, right? Um, <laughs> And and again, that that's okay. But I, I I'm 100 with you that people should control their business, control their destiny from from A to Z. Um, and uh, um, you know, I think this leads into like a different question about you know agent mindset. You know, and um, and you know people can hear you and I saying this stuff, man, and they go, yeah, 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 that makes sense. I get it. That makes sense. I need to, I need to sort of control it. They, but, but yet there's, there's, there, it's like a rat drawn to cheese. You know, people still go, yeah, you know, I don't, I, I don't know, man. I, I struggle with the mindset of typical agents. You know, wh- why are you only doing, you know, eight deals a year? Um, you know, I, 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 I don't know, man. I, that's one thing I've struggle with for forever in this industry here's here's as well 100 here's here's a stat i heard recently you can tell me whether you think it's right or wrong i can't i can't quote the source i wish i knew it um unofficially in the us of a there's about two million agents give or take yes that's that's that seems to be the number that's right uh in in the last 12 months and i i think i'm actually quoting 2018 figures here less than forty-five thousand agents did more than 25 deals for the for the year right so so um which is like what's that two and a half percent or something of the of the two million yeah so where i always thought and you probably always thought you know it's the 10 percent of agents making the big big dough it's actually not it's the two percent of agents making the big dough because there must be a lot of What's going on? Is there a lot of part-time agents out there? I thought they outlawed that, or is, or is still people still doing that? They're working at they're working at Seven Eleven from uh, right. nine to five, and then being an agent after that. Is that that's what's right. going on? Yeah, yeah. and that's the, and so. And now we're getting to sort of the differences of of America versus Australia, but you know. Yeah, you know, here in here in America, the the barriers to entry are so stupidly low, right? And and meaning that I can pay ninety nine dollars, take an online course, and then get then you know be, be to be honest, be ready to take the test and pass it, right? And I might yeah. be working at Seven Eleven or the local grocery store bagging your groceries, but once I take this test, man, you know, I'm somehow. Like somehow I can do a five million dollar deal, it, yeah. like that. That's kind of crazy. But yeah, you're right. You know, and so for you guys in Australia, I mean, it's way different, right? I mean, it's much, much more rigorous um, to get a real estate license. 
It is, and here in Canada too, where I live, um, yeah, there's there's a fair bit more involved. Um, the system's obviously different in Australia. There, there is no multiple listing system or service. Um, the agents typically charge two to three percent plus a plus a standard ten percent GST. But there is a level of professionalism that seems to have evolved in Australia. I guess yeah. you know the old thing about property. Um, you know, real estate has no recommended retail, so uh, a good agent can get out there and can, you know, help the seller uh, manipulate, I guess is the word, or influence the selling price. And we've seen a couple of examples recently because the, the discounter, um, Purple Bricks, who's recently had to exit from the US because they weren't making any money, uh, and they recently had to exit from Australia. I would imagine Canada, the Canadian exit's probably not far away. Um, But the thing with these guys is that they were attracting, because the fees were so cheap, they were, I believe, in, in my view, and I'm happy to have this debate with anybody, that they were attracting shitty agents. So... If you're attracting shitty agents, then the seller's not going to get a very good result. So that was that was one observation. Um, by the way, Purple Bricks claim that they uh, that they just expanded too fast. So <laughs> that's their uh, that's, yeah, that's, that, not... that's that's their reason, right? Right, so right, right, right. Yeah. I think I think the reason is obvious because I think the market, I think real estate consumers, people that buy and sell property. Uh, especially sellers, which which you know, which which is where the food chain starts, um, understand that a good agent can make a huge difference, and I think the market understands that. I mean, if you or I are going to sell our properties tomorrow, we want what do we want? We want a top market result. We want a sale in a reasonable time. We don't we don't want to be on the market for four or five months. It's stupid. Right. Um, and we want a great real estate experience. So my argument would be that Purple Bricks could not deliver that. Well, well, I mean, okay. Before we, so here, here's what I would say, and I, and I think, I think the you know the world that you know there's there's I think you can very broadly divide up the world into categories. I think I think very broadly you can divide up the real estate people into categories. And what I and, and let's do that first, right? So you know. You're, you're right. I don't know that it's two percent. I have not heard that that one. That you know, it's two percent doing the, all the deals or you know the majority of the deals. Mm-hmm. But you know, in general, you know what you find in if you look at any kind of brokerage, right? Typical where it's independent or any kind of brokerage, you know what you find is you have you know sixty percent, sixty percent of the people doing pretty much nothing, right? Like they're they're just taking up air, right? They're, I mean, they're yep. and then you have twenty percent of the people, and those guys are holding their own, right? Like these guys, they're actually doing something. They're growing. Maybe they're only doing, you know, 15, 28 deals, but they're, but they're growing, right? They're, 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 they're solid. And, yep. the, and then the other 20%, I think, are the, the top performers. So these are the guys that are actually, you know, really, really doing stuff. The reason I bring that up is because I think that you can, consumers fall into a similar kind of category. Um, you know, there are, is, there is, um, they're the regular people, you know, they're, that just, they don't understand a trans, you know, a real estate transaction. They own an average, uh, home price in their market. Um, they're just the average old Joe. And, uh, you know, those, for those people, they kind of don't know what, they're, they're the, they're the, um, oh God, uh, I don't, uh, the Red Lobster. I don't know if you know Red Lobster. You know they're the Red Lobster people, right? They're like, okay, you know. And then you, and then you have the the bottom twenty percent of the people who you know because we obviously are in advertising and we 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 throw out really good offers. And many times we have these bottom feeders who want you know when we offer a guarantee or we offer something for free, you know, uh, you know we find that there are in every market there are these people who will just try to get something for free. So so my yeah. my point yeah. is this. My point is, you know, when you, I think a place like Purple Bricks, or these say, you know, the people that come in and say, then um, there's a few of them, right? They say, hey, you, we'll buy your home and don't, you know, don't don't go through Ray Wood, right? Don't use a real estate agent, use us. I think they're attracting a lower tier of, of consumer. And, you know, I, I, I don't know. I think, yeah. Um, if you're going to, if you're going to, I, I, I know where you're going. Yeah. If you're if you're out there and you're competing in the market and and you know the question is what do you stand for 
I always stood for the fact that I can help myself, like, like my best-selling book, How to Sell Your Home for More. The price can be manipulated. The price can be influenced. Yeah. If you follow a set of proven circumstances, um, and I go back to those three points, a better price, reasonable time, a great real estate experience. That's what I believe every seller wants. So if you can package your message to deliver that, then um, I think you're going to be you're going to be a long way ahead. Now, um, if if you or I were interviewing agents today, we want to know that the agent that we're hiring is giving us the best possible chance of achieving the best possible price. I would anyway. I think it all comes down to money. I mean, in all my years as a real estate agent, nobody ever said to me, oh, Ray, I really don't care, care what you get. Just get me a contract. That never happened. <laughs> Everybody always wanted the maximum price. In fact, right. that's how we make a living. So... I think in the marketing message, offering a point of difference, offering a powerful and compelling and dynamic USP, you know, our yeah. unique selling proposition, if you can package that up and you can position that and you can deliver it, um, then you're going to start then you're going to start attracting more and more potential clients. And you know, hey, somebody might call um, Joe the agent this afternoon and say, "Come and list, list my house in La Jolla yeah. or wherever it might sure. be." Um, but chances are that relationship, I think the average is 12 months from the time somebody first starts thinking about selling to the time when they actually sign up with an agent, it's about 12 months, give or take. So most agents don't have any contact during that time. They just hope that they'll call. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. there needs to be, there needs to be constant contact. So well, if you, if you... Right, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, man, not to interrupt you. But but so, but you you're talking about some pretty important stuff, and you're, you're kind of going quick, I think, on it. So so you're right. Agents should have some sort of unique package, unique hook. What we, why should I hire you, right? Why should I go Correct. buy that Porsche Panamera, or you know, instead of the the Mercedes, you know, five fifty? You know, um, one it's safer. This one has a, a better zero to sixty, right? Whatever. So so, but I as a consumer, I, I get to choose, right? What you know, which do I want the zero to sixty or? or the, most agents don't have any of that, right? There, there's nothing unique about them, and 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 the other dynamic that uh, comes into play here um, is the market. Okay, and 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 I think the market. Let me explain this, Ray. So, so yes, you, everybody should have a unique selling proposition, as you said. Somebody should come to me and say, "Look, this is I do. I work on Porsches. That's what I do. I know you have a Porsche, Ray. Uh, you know, I work on Porsches. Um, and so, if you need work, you got to come to me, right? Instead of just the general uh, mechanical work on a Honda and a, and a Ford and what." <clears throat> Here's the deal in a in a market like we've been living in for the last few years at least across America again I think this goes back to the consumer right the 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 if you're in Denver or San Diego in the last 2 years you know it is pretty positive right me as a consumer you know days on market is, are almost nothing and you know I should get an offer in the first you know 7 to 10 days mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Um, and so when when people when there's sort of this general knowledge in the market from the consumer standpoint hey it's a hot market it's a seller's market blah blah, blah. Um, I, I think I think that's when people first start to look at a real estate agent and go, yeah, I don't need your expertise, Ray. You know, I just, I just feel it. I believe it, right? I know my, I'm going to get an offer in the first ten days, fifteen days, whatever. I don't need your expertise, <clears throat> and um, and I, I so I think number one, there's a general sort of consensus from the consumer standpoint, and then I think that affects the the agent reaction, right? And the agent reaction is, well, look, I, I, you know, nobody really needs my expertise. I don't need to be an expert marketer because that really doesn't matter to most people, right? In their head, right? I'm not saying this is accurate. I'm saying what people do in their head. Um, so, mm-hmm. I'm, so, 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 therefore, I probably don't need a USP. So, right? Obviously, backwards thinking from the from the agent perspective. But I understand. I understand how somebody would get there. So, 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 let's talk about. Uh, I believe you should have a unique selling proposition in whether you're in a buyer's market or a sales market. It shouldn't matter. But what that means, right, is Ray, as you know, is I need to then pick a geography. How am I going to um, 
give myself a niche or create a niche for myself, right? Is it going to be a geographic sort of niche or USP, right? I work in La Jolla, I do La Jolla waterfront proper, luxury waterfront property. That's all I do. Um, mm-hmm. Or, so that would be sort of both a geographic niche and in this case, a, a waterfront, right? A, a price point niche. Or, right, do you pick a demographic niche, right? I, I want people uh, moving from La Jolla, downsizing from La Jolla, and then moving to Del Mar, right? I don't know. The problem, man, is 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 most people out there think that again because the market's hot, they just think it's raw numbers because you know it's just leads, right? I just need a bunch of leads. I don't need all that unique, you know, unique songs stuff. I don't need that niche because hey, Toby, hey Ray, you know, if I go out and say I only do La Jolla Waterfront, uh, well, geez, that guy in Del Mar is not going to call me. Now you and I know that's mm-hmm. not true, but 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 man, most real most agents think that way. You know, I, I want to, you know, most agents cannot, they, they, especially it, niching down, creating a message, and then blasting that message, right? Because once I know that my unique selling proposition is La Jolla Waterfront, I need to tell everybody that that's what I do. And that costs money, right? That's called advertising or marketing, however you, you say it. And people are like, shit, I don't want to do that, right? I don't want to like spend a bunch of money and only target this little tiny niche. Um, so, so yeah, so, so, Listen, I aren't we talking? Are we talking about relationships, though? I mean, yeah. See, see, that's, you're that's, right. That's where the that's where the power is. So yes, good. My, my proposition on this is okay. is let's create a wow factor. And La Jolla Waterfront is not is not terribly USP because one of my competitors can say they're La Jolla right. Waterfront as well. Yeah. Right. So yes. this is where I re- revert back to. Again, real estate has no recommended retail. Is that place worth eight fifty or is it worth nine twenty five? Yeah. A good agent who knows what they're doing can help the can help the seller present. I mean, for goodness sake, we've got Compass now. If you if you have a higher priced home with Compass, they will finance a renovation for you and take it take it back at closing. They'll finance the whole thing. They'll say your place looks like looks ghetto and it could be awesome. Um, let's do let's rebuild the kitchen let's let's re-landscape the back garden let's give the give the let's paint the thing in chalk usa let's give it a really classy uh, coat of paint let's make it look awesome you're going to add a hundred thousand dollars to your value it's only going to cost you 30 or 40 grand or whatever yeah they're going to get a better sale price the seller's happy everybody's happy i mean that's going on at the moment and there's more there's more than more than just compass that are doing it so we understand that we can manipulate the value. So yeah. I believe, Toby, it's a matter of, of I want to attract my potential seller, Toby Salgado in La Jolla. So um, I reach out and I, I help him with my marketing, help him understand that I can help him get a better result. And then my contact over the next 12 months or until he's ready to sell reinforces that position and the easiest way to reinforce your position in the market or what you stand for i believe is with testimonials so i'm continually peppering toby with testimonials that are around my usp for example um Gee, Ray, it was great dealing with you. You helped us so much. Can't believe the result you got. Can't believe you were able to, you know, control four or five bidders. Um, uh, the result was amazing. So, so do you see what I mean? The, the the testimonial, which is way more powerful because it comes from somebody else. It doesn't come from us. I mean, you and I can yeah. sit here and tell people how awesome we are, but that's that's where a testimonial comes through. So it's just, you know, we talk about the funnel. So agents, I think, the best agents, and I and I, I talk to these guys all the time. The guys that are doing the really really big numbers, yeah. two, three, four, five mil a year in gross commission, have a huge database. They're personally prospecting five days a week. They're on the phone. They're talking to people. You're right. And they are looking after those relationships. You're and right. Helping people understand what they stand for. Okay. So so yeah. so Ray, you're 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 clearly a bright guy, and you. you Okay, so oh, let's, thanks, Toby. Ah, shut up, sales. shut up. Okay, okay. So let, let's go. Let's talk about some of the stuff you talked about, right? So, so I was I was giving the example of a USP of La Jolla Waterfront, and uh-huh. and you're right. And you said, well, that's not a really that's not really a USP because you can't defend it, right? Because it, meaning that you know, and and you bring up a very good point, right? So like somebody can say La Jolla Waterfront or downsizing to Del Mar or or I help military people. You know, I don't know. You know. You could that I, uh, I that's 
the soiree, right? <laughs> to bring that up, right? So that's not a terribly good USP because anybody can do it, right? I can, I can see, oh, and this will happen, right? You and I find success in doing podcasts or doing something else, and all of a sudden people see that success, and everybody then does the same thing, right? They copy yeah. you. So, yeah. so, so what? So it's not defensible, and I think this this defensibility. And, and this uniqueness angle that you talked about, Ray, because um, um, you brought up Compass, um, I, I think that's so critically important because if you watch it, you know, every, and anybody listening, if they watch Shark Tank, right, Shark Tank, right, somebody will come on and pitch an idea and it'll be a, a great idea and all the sharks, the, especially if it's a great idea, the sharks will say, do you, the first thing they'll say, do you have a patent, right? Can you defend it, right? What are you creating where there is a moat that is only yours? And, and Ray, you... 100% hit it, right? It's about relationships. Nobody can yeah. replicate. Nobody can buy our, whatever relationship you and I have, right? no, that's ours. That's unique to us. Uh, and nobody can angle in on that, right? Somebody, somebody might get to you and become a better friend to you than me. Um, but, but, you know, okay. So, 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 but this is what, oh man, I, I get, I sometimes get riled up. Okay. So th- this this whole business is a relationship business, and, and it is. And too many people think it turned into a a you know it's not pe- people are not data they're not just numbers right they're not in your database they are real relationships and I think you know I this people need to so the question is if you want to I think people are asking right if if I want to sell if I want to be the number one agent in La Jolla selling luxury waterfront like well how do you how do you build relationships with people you don't have um and uh and you know in a in a town in a small town right um a hundred thousand people i don't know or less right it's pretty easy to build relationships with everybody you know but when you live in a city like i do here and you know we're like three million people like it's it's you know you never i grew up in a small town um less than thirty thousand people in uh, central california and uh God, you know, I, everywhere I went, I knew people, right? 7-Eleven, I go to the bank, you know, I couldn't escape it. Um, yeah. But here in San Diego, I never run into anybody twice unless I go to the same event over and over again. Um, so, so what I, know, it, I, know, I know what you mean. I, I grew up in a small town as well. And um, interestingly enough, um, the population was 10,000. Oh, interestingly wow. enough, it never changed oh. because every time a woman got pregnant, a guy left town. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, so yeah, I think I, I think. Have you had Have you had Kenny Klaus on your show? Yeah, from, long, uh, long time ago. He's a. He, I, I had him recently on the show. Somebody said oh, you got to get Kenny. I think he's from Phoenix or Tempe, a suburb of Phoenix. Okay, uh, in Arizona. Um, yeah. He he is. Uh, you should dust that off and and, and tell your people about it because um, he is. He's taken relationships to the next level. He reaches out and connects in so many cool ways with his pe- with his people, um, and they're just locked in. So, um, yeah, well, you know, the referral, the the power of the referrals that he gets, and and how he develops in his business is is amazing. And I think it was he said it, or somebody said it. You, we're really only making money in in real estate when we're physically in front of a seller or a buyer or right. on the phone. I guess. Yeah. So the more that you can do that. The more listings you can expect, and the more chance you've got of doing more than twenty-five deals in a month, right? In a year, right, right. So you, you're one hundred percent agree with you, and you know, and and right, and so again, most people don't know how to build relationships, and, and it's and it's awkward, right? Building a new friendship is weird, right? Hey, Ray, do you, you know uh, I want to be your friend, you know, and 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 we are so at least I am, right? I am so sort of, you know, at, at some point you get to a place I've got, I personally have gotten to a place where I'm like, yeah, I know you want to be my friend, but you know, like why? What's in it for me? What's in it? Well, (laughs) some of it is what's in it for me, but really my first question is what's in it for you, right? What are you trying to get at? And a lot of times it's very, I understand it, right? Okay. They want some of my influence or they want some of my whatever, you know, and and I don't, I don't mind that. I mean, that's, that's, that's okay with me. You know, everybody's got their own agenda. Um, and, uh, and I don't think it's, I don't think there's, anything wrong with having an agenda hey ray i want to get to know you because i want to tap in to uh to the influence that you have over your audience or your Uh market and you know that's okay so 
So, um, so how again? How do you do that? Now, now, now. Here's I'll, I'll you tell offer you. you offer value. That's right, you offer value, and and it can be in all sorts of crazy different ways. I I know a guy. Uh, well, I'll just so Russell Rhodes, Russell Rhodes from Dallas, great great guy. Um, he does about a hundred, and you, you should you should get him on your show. Um, mm-hmm. he, he does about a hundred million a year, and uh, he's done it consistently over and over again. And uh, you know, he came to me a few years ago, and he said, "Hey, Toby, I want to do radio." And I said, "Okay." And I said, "Well, you live in Dallas, man. You know that you're going to spend at least." X amount of dollars per month. And he goes, X amount. He's like, dude, I spent $73,000 in marketing, $73,000 in marketing to generate a hundred million dollars in production. I'm like, that is how dude, what did you do? You know, because, because I see a a bunch of other people with, they'll go out, they spend, you know, they'll spend $600,000 in, in, money to earn a a million dollar GCI, right? Like this guy's completely backwards. Here's what he does. Here's how he adds value is he's like, he's just a really nice guy, but he's, if you need, if you have anything you want. So let's say you're having a kid's birthday party, right? You know who you're going to call? You're going to call Russell because Russell Russell has for free. He'll let you borrow it. You know, he's got big tents that'll let you borrow. He's got snow cone machines. He'll let you borrow cool. it. You know, he's got, you know, if you're moving uh, who are you going to call? You're going to call Russell, you know, cause he's got a van. If you've ever done anything with him, like you have access to all his gear, um, yep. for the rest of your life. So, yeah. So, you know, that's a good deal. It's a great, it's a great thing now. But again, most people are like, well, I still, I need to do one, go buy the snow cone machine. And then I need to figure out, you know, all these, you know, who's going to borrow my, you know, borrow my snow cone machine. Who can I tell? And I, and I think this, you know, you, you, if you want to, you have to, if you want to sell La Jolla waterfront, you need to start doing the things and, and being around the places where, those sorts of people go right. Is it the local um, salon, right, for the for the for the women, or the golf course for the guys? You know, I think you need to be around those those places because the only way I think to build a real relationship, you know, some is some is work, right? Me reaching out to you, Ray, and some of it I think is sort of serendipity, right? The, yeah. You know, I, I yeah. you know, just just so happens we like the same movies, you and I, Ray, or or the yeah. books or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I think I mean. Look, you know, there's a lot of people listening to this who aren't about to go and buy an ice cream machine or a moving truck. They just want to know how to get more listings and make more sales. Right, and right. the reaching out and the relationship part is basically straightforward, Toby, isn't it? I mean, it's 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 calling, it's me calling Toby, say, hey, Toby, it's Ray from Keller Williams yeah. um, or wherever I'm from. Uh, just reaching out, um, wanted to give you the heads up that uh, there's a, an amazing home that's come on the market that's uh, actually just around the corner from you. I know you're not thinking of selling right at the moment, but I just thought you'd uh, you'd appreciate knowing that this is coming on the market. In fact, I'm going to be taking somebody through there next week. If you wanted to tag along, that's cool. So you you you're giving. You're on the as we say in Australia, you're on the front foot. You're always you're, you're offering. You're not asking for something. Like you can only ring a seller so many times. I mean, we all know why Ray's calling Toby because he wants to list his house, right? Right. So, you can't you can't say, "Hey, Toby, you're ready to sell yet," but you can say, "Hey, wanted to let you know about a recent sale, a recent purchase." I mean, um, and you talked before, like right right when we started talk, the start of our discussion of this interview, we talked about you know like focusing on a on an area. I mean, my my advice to any agent looking to increase their numbers is. Get intimately familiar with your area. Know exactly what's going on. Know yeah. who the movers and shakers are, who the influencers are. Yeah. Um, know your values, know your sales, and you can jump into Jiggler if you want and do a little uh, infographic and, and get that out or post it as well and, and continually you know, assert your authority as the area expert. That way you're going to be attracting people because people want to deal with an area expert, I find. Of course, man. Well, the, well, well that's, why, that's why earlier I brought up like the Porsche mechanic. Right. If you yep. have a Porsche, you're not going to. I have a bunch of Porsche. I have like, uh, yeah, like four or five Porsches. So I'm a Porsche guy. You got four or five Porsches. Yeah, yeah. What, well, do, you, what well, do you do with them? You collect them, obviously. Dude, you know what it is. Yeah, and do I, you have a favorite? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it? It's a, it's a Porsche 911 C4S. Nice. Um, yeah. So nice. all wheel drive. It's it's got the turbo body, uh, but I don't have the turbo problems. But anyhow, right? But I only take my cars to a Porsche mechanic. So so there you, you know, go. I, so. 
So let's let's go back, right? So I think you know when it comes to building relationships, you're you're right. You you need to reach out with something of value, right? And you you talked about that. You know, here's what I find, Ray. What I find is sometimes I'm in the mood, right? Which is you know bad already. But sometimes I'm in the mood, and I feel and 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 I. I kind of go through my phone, right? Go through my phone and they're like, oh shoot, I haven't talked to Ray in a while. And, and this actually, this is why you and I are talking right now. Cause I thought of you and I sent you a message and I said, Hey, thinking of you, man, you know, I hope all is well. And then you responded back and one, two, three, now we're on this phone call. Right. Yeah. Uh, and you I, said, you said, Hey Ray, I'm thinking of you. I texted back and said, Hey Toby, you're only human. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. I know what you no, mean. No, but that's but that's it. That's all it takes, right? I mean, yeah. you know, I have a I have a I have a friend who has a bunch of restaurants, and uh, and there's this great article in Esquire about these this this guy who does these restaurants in New York, and he you know how he does lighting and everything. So, dude, I mean, you know, my plan is I'm going to cut that out and just send it to him, right? I don't need you, you know. Yeah. It's that kind of little stuff where you develop relationships, or people go, oh, you know. Whenever, remember I said earlier, right? whenever somebody wants to throw a party, they think of Russell or, you know, whatever, yep. because he's the man, you know, that's where I think everybody wants to be when, you know, if you, if you're, if you want to sell houses in the Rolling Hills Estates area, right? I want everybody in Rolling Hills Estates, whenever they think about selling or, or real estate, I want something about Toby. And the only, you know, the only way to do that is, is to, to, to have some, some interactions with people. And, yeah. and I think what we, Ray and I are saying, it's not as hard as people think. It's not as people may, people people don't do this i think ray because they they number one most people when they get into the real estate right they think or what they want they they want to live the million dollar listing life right they go mm-hmm. they tour beautiful houses and they meet you know wealthy wealthy and interesting people right that's what people think that's not the case uh, mm-hmm. um oh, i lost my train of thought where i was going with that sorry man Tell me, tell me what's happening in the world of radio marketing. How's that going? So uh, you, we were talking yeah. about platforms before, and, yeah. and all of the changes that we've seen in, in the last, you know, year, the last ten years, the last twenty years. Um, it's it's amazing how radio has just cut through all of that like nothing else happened. Yeah, radio, radio, t- television has has some different dynamics, but radio is. Um, <clears throat> Radio is a lot like real estate. You know, you know how real estate has not really evolved that much in the last hundred years. Radio is very similar. You know, it's not evolved much, but but people's habits as human beings are the same, right? Yeah. So here's how radio radio is a very unique um, uh, platform. I guess I'll call it a platform because it is. <clears throat> In the, in the sense that it is very, very mature. Now, since it's very, very mature, there's lots of data that you as an agent or, or me as an agency we, that we can get. Much, much unlike, unlike uh, anything else, right? You, you, anything else, anything outbound, you, the, your return data is a little, is, is start, just sketchy, right? You know, if yep. you do something online, you might be able to see how many, you know, what your bounce rate, what your open rate is, right? How, what your, there's, there's that sort of thing, but there's no sense of demographic information. Who am I interacting with? You know, is it, <clears throat> is it some 18 year old kid or, or, you know, some 55-year-old wealthy dentist. Yeah. Uh, radio is unique in that way. Here's how ch- radio radio has changed. Number one, um, uh, radio is more digital now, right? So we, mm-hmm. in, the, in the past years, we've only been doing ads on terrestrial, right? Regular get-in-your-car radio. But all yeah. of those... Stations also have a digital component, right? Running through a Sirius XM, whatever. Um, so, um, so we've seen, you know, consumers' habits change some in terms of the delivery device, but the it meaning, you know, terrestrial radio versus digital. Um, but but the habits of listening um, to something is is exactly the same. So I don't mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know if that was a good answer to your question, right? Yeah, well, I love I love your format uh, and your your formula, and we we talked about that a little the last time we spoke. Which uh, boy, it was probably a couple of years ago now when we did the interview for yeah. the show. But um, 
you know, like um, if you if you're you said, I think correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you said some of your marketing you focus on talk radio because yeah. your listeners are already prepared to hear a spoken message when they're listening to talk radio rather than. Um, a grunge FM station, and then you're suddenly bouncing in a talk, you know, serious message. It's just not going to, it's just not going to. Totally different. Yeah, completely different. Yeah. You're exactly right. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. I mean, I think that's the same kind of nuance um, um, that you get when you look at a message. You know, what kind of message works well on Facebook is not the same kind of message that works well on Twitter, right? You know, True. or, or, or um, LinkedIn, you know, uh, you, you need to speak to that. So, so, so radio formats are very much, very much the same. Um, yep. You know, yeah. So news, talk, radio. Yeah, that's that is our go-to stations all the time. That's where you focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. And um, the funny thing. About, sorry, sorry, Ray. I'll on. say one last thing on this. The the funny thing is, is you know, in every single market in in America, in in, in even in Canada. Um, but I know, yeah, okay, let's just stick with America. Every single market in America, you know, not only the, the people that listen to, like, news talk radio, because typically news talk, right, if you're, listening, if you're watching the news, what are you, what are you trying to do? You're trying to, you're trying to be informed, right? You're trying to catch up on what is happening around the world, what's happening around you. You're, you're, all, yeah. you're, you're the sort of person, right, if you're going to sit and listen to the news, number one, your intent is to learn your intent, right? You have a certain sort of intent. Now, opposed to the guy that's listening to that grunge station, you know, that guy, or because you mentioned grunge, you know, that guy turned on, you know, the, the, the new wave pop station to sort of tune out from the world, right? Yeah. He, he wants to yeah. get away from what he's, you know, so, so, sorry. So what we find demographically is that those people who are, tuned into learning um, are just so happen to be always the most wealthy of of the people in the market right people that listen to news talk radio um, those people are typically wealthier they're typically um, um, have a, a much higher percent of homeowners like it's just a different audience man um, yep. so sorry yep. sorry dude <laughs> it's, um, what about are you, have you been doing anything with Facebook lately? No. Have no? you? Okay. No. Yeah. Okay. Um, a lot of uh, uh, it's like I, if you talk to ten agents, five will rave about it, and five will say I just burned my money. Yeah. So um, yeah, interesting. Interesting. Good stuff. So um, uh, who else have you got uh, that you've got on the show that I should interview as well? You've had some terrific guests lately. Does anybody stand out? Um, you know, um, no, I, I, I mean, I can send you some people I, if you need some people for sure. But, um, yeah, I mean, well, you know what I'm trying to do. So you, you always, you have a certain perspective on what you're trying to do with the show, right? You're always want to know like what's, what's working right now. What's and and, and that's, I try to do the same thing, but I'm trying. Yeah, you've to, got. You've got. You had some really good content, though. I mean, the last like how many episodes have you done? You you oh, like, like four hundred uh, or something. Yeah, it's crazy. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're all different, man. I I think um I think the ones that you know the ones that I like are the are the people who like you, you're like when I when I interview you you you're a little bit of a wily guy. You're a great guest, but you know I it's hard to control a guy like you. So the ones that I really like are the ones that challenge me, and I, I kind of don't even think about the content, right? The content kind of just comes. Um, <laughs> you know the the people that that have all these ideas, and I need to rein them back in and say, hold on. So so um so yeah, I don't know, but again. If you need some people, I will. Oh no, I'm just, I'm just always, always out there. Uh, you are out there. You're and curious always guy. interested, man. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. You that's know what? Me. Yeah, yeah. But see, and you're and. Th- this is the thing that I think most people need to somehow develop, right? Is, is, is a curiosity about things. You know, there's mm-hmm. a, there's a reason why, I don't know if you play video games. Do you, I don't know if you have kids, Ray. I think, I, I think you might have a daughter. I think we talked about it. I, I've got, uh, yes. Yeah, my son, Sam is 30. Tori's 28 and okay. Charlie's 20. 
God. Okay. Well, my kids yeah, are yeah. my kids are younger, but you know, it, I, I play video games with them sometimes, and they figure out stuff. I'm like, how do you do that? How do you just figure out that move, right? And they and they just fiddle with stuff. They they're, they're just nat- their kids are just naturally curious, and I think yeah. that I think that most agents there's a lack of curiosity about them and. Um, and, and that's why you know they they do they try a, they try Facebook for a couple of days and they're like it doesn't work right like they they don't play with it enough I think that's a that's yep. a mistake yep 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 hundred percent I agree hey buddy it's been awesome catching up um, thank you so much for your time I'm going to get this uh, I'm going to get this to air ASAP I think and uh, okay. I'll give you the heads up when we're live awesome awesome. And everybody, if they, do, do, they, I don't think we ever said my podcast. If you want to check it out, it's called Super Agents Live. Yeah, yeah, I was going to mention that in the uh, in the intro, uh, but yeah, check it thanks, out, Super yeah. Agents Live. What's the radio? Um, what's the radio URL? How can how can people learn more oh, yeah, about radio you, marketing? If, yeah, and we do we, we definitely do stuff in Canada. Um, it just mm-hmm. it's myradioexpert.com, myradioexpert. Okay, and for okay. everybody listening, you know, if I, I'm happy, you know, I'm happy if you want to, if you're just curious about radio, curious about marketing. I'm happy to hop on, schedule a call, and 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 take a look at what you're doing, and and give you my feedback as to where what you should double down on or what you should drop. And talking about, um, you know, talking about a USP, radio is a fantastic medium to yeah. uh, to, to to spread the word on that. Hey, you know, here's the thing with radio, right? Especially the way that we do it. You know, we obviously find the right station with the right demographic, but we also we we hire somebody, a local celebrity, right? And it's usually the, the, the person talking on the radio, the host. You know, we hire those people to endorse you. You were talking about this earlier, right? We, you know, yep. the third-party testimonials are so, so much, they're so valuable, number one, but they're so yep. more, much more important than just me saying, hey, I'm great or Ray's great or whatever. You know, when I tell you that Ray Wood is the best podcaster in the world, um, you know that's that whole hopefully holds some weight. Um, uh, so so that's what we do, man. We find the radio station, we hire local talent, and we blast, we let somebody else sing the praises of our clients. I, I, it's it's I can't tell you how how um, in terms of a USP, in terms of a USP, it doesn't get any better than that, right? If you can have mm-hmm. some, I mean, this is why people pay Kim Kardashian right five hundred thousand dollars to send out a tweet um, um, because you know she has influence and. You know, when we hire the local uh, radio host um, to say that Ray Wood is the best, it's, it, it's, um, yeah, it's. Yeah, definitely got some cut through. Yeah, 100%. Awesome. All right, man. Thank you so much for your time. It's been great to catch up, and um, I look forward to talking to you shortly. All right, my man. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, man. It's no coincidence real estate's top agents use real estate's best software. Locked On is so popular with top producers because it's laden with features, but so easy to use at the same time. Backed by the number one support team in the industry, agents say Locked On is fast, reliable, and like having two assistants. If your real estate software and systems are holding you back, why not experience the ultimate cloud-based solution and take your productivity to the next level? To get your free 30-day trial and for special discount for life deal, go to LockedOn.com forward slash Ray.